So you've heard from Greg about his thoughts with hypnosis, subconscious, et cetera, et cetera. You've heard from my coach, Ian Inguanas, about his thoughts with subconscious work, et cetera, et cetera. But now it's time for me and you, yes, me and you, to sit down for just a minute. I'm going to be honest with you. We're going to wrap up our series on tapping into your subconscious in a hypnosis case study with, well, me. I hope that what I share with you today will keep your brain happy. Welcome to another episode of Happy Brain. My name is Heather Parody, and thank you for joining us as we explore the fun side to mental health by digging into the simple hacks and fun tips to make your mental health journey more enjoyable and your brain a little happier. What is up, y'all? This is a different kind of episode. We really focus on providing one actionable mental health tip in less than 15 minutes that maybe you've never heard of before. But we started a uh, a little mini series over the past few months where I promised you that I would document my journey being hypnotized and going through subconscious work therapy whatever. And we've had um, uh, two episodes specifically about this, and we're wrapping it up with this one. The first episode, we had my friend Greg, where he was like, you're going to get hypnotized and work on your subconscious. And he was super wary of it. And that was a really fun episode. It's linked in the show notes. And then we had my coach, the one who is who performs hypnotic therapy and is a behavioral specialist. Ian Iguanas, and he kind of walked us through what he was doing with me in our sessions. And I wanted to wrap up with uh, my own experience and my own thoughts to kind of tie this up in a little knot and put a little bow on it. And the, the reason, the hope is, is that first of all, I want you to know that I have massive issues. <laughs> I know that's so hard for her to believe, but you know what? So does every freaking body. Everybody does, right? And I think sometimes when we, you know, wa- see people online or listen to podcasts or whatever, There's like this dissonance where people are like, oh, well, you know, those people are all put together. They're so confident or whatever, whatever. And it's just a bunch of bull. We all have our issues. We all need to work on our own stuff. I'm I'm being very deliberate here with my words. And I wanted to share, you know, this little mini series, A, to kind of give you some, you know, interesting information about this new uh, way of looking at therapy, which is, you know, using hypnosis and this conscious and all that stuff, which I think is super interesting, but also to to just normalize talking to somebody and working through your crap. This is honestly the first time I've ever worked in any sort of therapy before. I've never had therapy, which is insane considering I was a freaking therapist. (laughs) I've always wanted to. I've just never made space for it. And I think that's a big takeaway for me um, over the past few months working with Ian. And if this is your, you're listening to part three and you haven't listened to part one and part two, it's linked in the show notes. It'll give you some context. But, you know, I worked with him about over 12 weeks now. We just re-signed where I'm going to be working with him even more weeks. <laughs> I'm just going to keep working with him because we're, we're uncovering so much stuff. But I think making the space to really pay attention to um, my stuff and how I process through things and question the way that I view the world and the way that I view myself has been so eye-opening to me because I'm a rusher and I rush through life very fast. And 
I've never really had the intention to stop and process through things and actually, you know, challenge what I believe to be true. Like, is this actually true? Is is this fact or is this something that has been just a deep rooted belief that I've held onto forever? And that alone has just been completely life changing. And it's hard because again, we're all so freaking busy, right? And it doesn't sound like the most fun in the world, like just stopping in the middle of your day and paying attention, <laughs> right? But it's saved my butt a lot lately because where I've wanted to just jump to conclusions and stuff, Ian's helped me, you know, just be like, yo, like, is there another way of looking at this? Is there another way to position yourself, see yourself differently? So there's that. I think another thing that I've pulled from it too, and I'm not sure how to articulate this without you feeling it. And I don't know if you've ever felt this way before, but really knowing that there's a higher level of you, there's a higher version of yourself. There's like this other you that you can tap into. This person who um, isn't threatened, is confident, has better habits, is healthy, is strong, has good relationships. Like all the things that we want and we dream of is actually there. And it's not far, far, far away from us. Really, the fact that we desire it and we want it is evidence that it's already present and already possible. And again, it's very hard to articulate this without, you know, you just kind of feeling that and knowing that. And I think that's why therapy, specifically um, the work that we're doing with kind of dealing with more with the subconscious and so forth is so powerful because you can cognitively try to fight and think through things. But when your awareness is kind of sharpened a little bit, when you pay attention, you actually feel things. Does that make sense? I don't know. And lastly, I'd say the biggest thing I've pulled away from this is just the importance of tending to your inner world first before anything else and making that a non-negotiable in your life. You know, I have a, a whiteboard in my office where it has all the things that I have to do, aren't those fun lists? And right up above at the very top, I, I've put energy management and the things that I do to preserve my energy and to tend to that every single day. Because if I'm not able to first tend to my inner world, all the rest of the stuff is like struggle bus up the hill. Amen. I could go on and on and on, but I just wanted to check in with you really fast and A, let you know that getting therapy, getting a coach, getting somebody you can talk to is so freaking important, y'all. I wish I would have done this sooner. It's worth your time. It's worth your investment. It's worth the inconvenience of it. Like I said, number one, making space for this work. Number two, tapping in and really knowing that there is more to you than everything that you think. <laughs> There's another inner world there that's calling you. And number three, paying attention to your inner world before anything else and setting non-negotiables and, and getting a solid routine where you tend to yourself. And that's going to look so different than everybody else. And those are my takeaways. I don't know. We'll wrap it up there with this series, but I'm going to keep doing my inner work. I'll check in with you every once in a while, but I want to hear from you. Find me over on Instagram. It is at happybrainfm. Slide into my DMs and let me know, it, do you go to therapy? Do you talk to someone? How do you sort through your own stuff? I want to hear from you. I'm nosy. Listen, y'all, whether it is understanding your emotions better with emotional scales, preventing yourself from just getting stinking burnt out with personal development, or heck, tapping into your subconscious and doing some hypnotic work. We just hope you take a moment for yourself today, my friends, and keep that brain of yours happy. Thank you for listening to another episode of Happy Brain. If you enjoyed this, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. 
And if you have an extra second, leave us an honest review over on iTunes or your Apple podcasting app. And until next time, my friends, keep that brain of yours happy. Happy.